This is Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics. We're going to try to use as many guys as we can without wasting a year. And if guys were going to get limited reps, it doesn't make any sense to, to play them 30 snaps all year and have that be one of the years of eligibility. So we got to look out for the team, number one, but also for those guys' well-being. Just burning a year to, to play a few snaps here and there doesn't make sense. But if, if we have games left with them, we'll try. And we're back here on the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan, Robin Washington, Nate Klaus, Grace Harmon joining us here in studio for the mailbag as... It's winding down here, Grace. Your your final semester of college is about a, a month left or so. Yeah, about seven weeks, and then I'm into the real world. Oh boy, we're exci- well, we're gonna miss you, uh, but mm-hmm. we we still got good good seven plus weeks left with you. But let's get to the mailbag. What's next? All right. So why haven't there been personnel changes if the starters aren't getting the job done? I, I think it's just not that cut and dry. I, I still think those guys are the starters for a reason. They show what they do in practice. And, you know, just going wholesale changes to number twos or threes, I don't know, other than, you know, making a statement to those starters, what that's going to accomplish. Because, you know, the coaches do see the practices every day. We don't. Um, And you got to believe that they are playing the guys that will put Nebraska in the best position. But it is, you know, it does lead for a good debate on times like this. Yeah, you would think that those guys, um, you know, obviously are in those starting roles for a reason. And that if the coaches thought that these backups were better, especially with some of the um, lacking performances on game day, they would have made the changes by now. So to think that all of a sudden they're going to upheave the roster and make these massive wholesale changes, I just don't see it happening. Now there's some spots where I think you can mix in some guys, uh, maybe split some reps up a little bit more, but uh, to make any massive change on the starting lineup, I I just don't think uh, it's going to happen because if it were, it would have happened already. Yeah, every time I get asked a question like that, I always say, well, Trust me, the coaches want to win just as much as you want them to win. And, and I think if, if uh, they thought that a massive wholesale change and, and you know, starting a bunch of backups would give them a better shot at winning, they would probably do it. But I think obviously that's not the case. Um, you know, and, and in a lot of cases, they don't have anybody better. Uh, so they just kind of have to, to ride with, with some of the guys that they have. All right, so from all of your perspectives, are Nebraska's problems right now either talent, scheme, training, or desire? Which one the most? God, I mean, we, we've gotten so many of these types of questions, guys, on the chat, and it's like every time I just want to be like, all of the above. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, it's just <laughs> everything I, I think is still a work in progress. They're lacking talent in key situations. They, they don't move people on the offensive line consistently. They don't protect consistently. They don't get to quarterbacks um, with four man rushes, they don't have size on the perimeter. Um, they are still in this year two of a strength and conditioning culture program. I mean, there's a lot of things, yeah. And the turnover on the roster, the attrition has played a big factor. Yeah, I mean, I don't think there is one answer, two answers, even three. I think there's a laundry list of reasons why this program is where it is right now. And you just go back and listen through the the previous three segments that we've had. Uh, we've hit on a lot of them. Um, it, it, it is coaching issues. It is depth issues. It's just talent issues. It's just drive desire issues. Uh, I mean, it's, it's across the board of things that Nebraska is just not doing well enough right now. Uh, and so, I mean, there's, (laughs) I don't know where you start, uh, as far as improving all of this, but you know, they got to get going on a lot of, a lot of things here very quickly going into next year. Yeah. To, to kind of piggyback off that, I, I guess I'd add mental toughness. There's, there's some of that, you know, when, when adversity strikes, you know, I, I think that, uh, you know, sometimes you'd like to see them bow up and, um, it doesn't always happen, but yeah, it's, it's a multitude of, of layers with, uh, with everything. And I think it's just, it's just going to take time. 
We're taking your questions here in the mailbag with Grace Harmon. All right, got a quick basketball one for you, Robin. Did anyone stand out or surprise you in the first game of the Fred Hoiberg era? <laughs> no, <laughs> not at all. Uh, that was as bad as uh, anyone could have possibly imagined uh, in all aspects. Your thoughts? No one was good. Uh, I mean, there were flashes. I mean, you know, Cam Mack did a couple plays. Uh, Ivan Wajirogo looked good at times. Um, but really... That's uh, as bad of an all-around game as I've seen covering Nebraska basketball. And on that beat, I've seen a lot of really, really bad basketball. So uh, chart, that, chart that one up as uh, one of the worst. <laughs> yeah, when you schedule these games, I mean, you schedule an opener to win. I mean, yeah. Florida we, Gulf Coast was like the only time they really scheduled somebody kind of good recently to open a year. Am I right with that? Yeah, the open PBA. And other than that, they, you, you typically schedule like just – you know, a bunch of chumps, so you get a win. And, I mean, that's kind of what they were well, trying they, to do. they scheduled the Big West uh, team that was picked seventh in the preseason standings that was without two of its best players, and they still lost by 19 at home. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> and Southern Utah comes in. Southern Utah on Saturday. So um, <laughs> that's a team that I think just scored 100-some points against a, an AI team or, you know, whatever level that is. So hopefully they can bounce back. Uh, I can't imagine it will ever get one game is not going to define. That's right. That's right. They got 29 more to to figure it out. What do you got next grace? All right. With concerns at the linebacker position for next year, what are the chances they move a younger player like miles farmer or someone like that to outside linebacker? I haven't heard that. I I do think though, one of the inside line, I do know this one of the inside linebackers, any of them, they want one of those guys to eventually move to the outside. I don't know who that's going to be. Nate, you might have a better read on that, but um, I think over time, one of those inside guys, they would like to move out to the outside. Yeah, well, I mean, you go back and look at the the recruiting film, um, and a lot of those guys did have success in high school, at least, rushing the passer and, and operating off the edge. Um, you know, Jackson Hanna had recorded a lot of sacks that way um, and, and had success doing that. Um, you know, and Garrett Snodgrass, obviously, I mean, he's a guy that, that played pretty much everywhere for York. And so, I mean, I think he might have the ability, but I also know that Miles Farmer and Javen Wright, you know, when they were being recruited, you know, they had been looked at like, okay, well, this might be a guy that has a frame that, that could eventually spin down from safety or defensive back to down the to, field, the field side, not the boundary. Though. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I just think it's too early to say. I mean, those guys haven't been in the in the strength conditioning for even a full year yet. So I think it's too early to say if they're ready to make that move. But I think that that's definitely something to, to keep an eye on here in another year or so, depending on how their bodies mature and develop. And if it, if it were a safety, Nate, you're saying that guy would probably be more like a field a field corner or field OLB and then – you know, the inside guys, if they move down, would be a boundary. Exactly. Yeah. They. Yeah. The the safety. You know, if if Miles Farmer made the move down, he would be he'd be like uh, Caleb Tanner. Uh, you know, not uh, not Garrett Nelson. And you know, I do think Nick Heinrich or Heinrich is doing really well behind yeah. the scenes. We know Luke Reimer. I've heard really good things, even. Um, about Zach Schlager. Um, I know that he could be a special teams guy by next year at this time after he sits out his year. So they've got younger guys there. Uh, they're going to need them all to step up. All right, what do you have left here? we got time for one more, Grace. All right, so starting off November, who would be your Heisman pick at this moment? Man, I mean, can you not say Joe Burrow at this point? But I, I do think uh, Young. 
Chase Young. Chase Young from Ohio State. I mean, how how will that vote be divided up with with Fields and Young? I mean, that's two legitimate Ohio State guys. Uh, but today, right now, Joe Burrow would be the guy, and it just pains I think Nebraska fans to say that because this was a guy that would have crawled to Lincoln. He probably would have. You know, I mean, come, he was pretty much begging to, to come here, and you turned away the Heisman freaking trophy winner <laughs> for for uh, Kevin Dillman. <laughs> the he played JV tight end though, Nate, as a senior. No, he played JV quarterback. I thought he played tight end too. He moved to tight end. They North Texas, which is where he went after he <laughs> after Mike Riley cut him loose when uh, Riley was hired, and he never played it down at North Texas. Did he? Uh, I think he played a little bit at tight end. But we they, need Sarasota Husker to do kind of a breakdown on yeah, that. They guy. promptly moved him from quarterback to to tight end after he signed with North Texas. Unreal. Yeah. So yeah, I think Burrow's probably the favorite. But uh, if there was every year. Uh, maybe next to the Sioux year where a defensive player had a chance to be firmly in the conversation, Chase Young's up there because he's a high pro he's one of the highest profile players on the team on a you know college football playoff team and he is putting up mon- numbers that are Crazy. unbelievable. He's changing games single handedly. And so uh I'd like to see it. I want to see a defensive guy win the Heisman though uh Joe Burrow has definitely earned it. Now Nate well, could- I- Chase Young, he can't win the Outland though, right? Because he's a he's an outside guy. You have to be an interior D lineman. Yeah, I think you have to be an interior D lineman or, or offensive it. lineman or offense. Sorry, lineman. I didn't mean to cut you off before. That. I, I was going to say I think that if Joe Burrow beats Alabama, that he's got to be considered the odds-on favorite to yeah. to win it because he's not going to see another tough game yeah. like this all the way to the SEC title game. And yeah, he's just going to have so many opportunities. And what he's got thirty touchdown passes with. Uh, Four games or three games left still <laughs> at LSU, which their offense prior to this hey, year was, was the last time they had a quarterback, Jamarcus Russell. Yeah, and there's a lot of Nebraska. You got Bill Bush, the safeties coach there. Kevin Cosgrove is a defensive analyst. You got Jimmy Burrow, former Husker. He's around there. I mean, it, it, there is a lot of reason for Nebraska fans to cheer and watch for LSU because you've got some Nebraska ties at least down there to kind of watch. And yeah. obviously, Burrow being a legacy. Who's your vote, Grace? I want to see a defensive player win it there just because it's unheard of. So, Chase Young. All right. Well, that wraps up the mailbag. When we come back, we're going to talk some bi-week recruiting with Nate Klaus in some JUCO recruiting. That's next. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show.